This is the Business Stuff Podcast. This is where I will share the lessons I've learned from advising thousands of businesses over almost 30 years. Each episode will give you practical insight to allow you to learn from other people's mistakes. I'll be pulling in experts from our team and the world of business, and together we'll make sure your business is giving you what you want. My name is Martin, and this is the Business Stuff Podcast. Hi, it's Marty, and I'm here from the Accelerator team at Robson Nadler doing the next episode of Business Stuff, and I'm joined today by someone most of you will surely recognise, Alfie Joey. Hi, Alfie. Good to see you. Thanks, Marty, for asking me. No worries at all. Um, and we're here to talk about, the topic is changing lanes. It's about how you deal with change, whether it's in business, life, jobs, careers. And the reason I asked you here, Alfie, is three years ago, you did a, a TEDx talk in Newcastle mm. on changing yeah. lanes. Is, can you just give people a, like a, a 60 second summary yeah. of what, what we mean by that? So basically I realised every 10 years I'd change jobs or roles quite quite massively, quite big. Quite diverse yeah, as well. Yeah. It wasn't like you waited tables then became a no, chef. It was... No, it was, it was a big jump each time and, and it was a heart and mouth situation. It was a risk each time. Um, but each time I did it, it was worth it. And it was a risk, but it was a big jump, but I did it. And I often think if I hadn't, I probably wouldn't have been as happy. I'd have been stuck. And that's why I call that talk changing lanes because yeah. everybody hates the middle lane driver. You know, you can cope with the slow driver because that's their choice. The fast driver knows where they want to be. The middle lane driver is the one who's hesitant, who's not, doesn't know whether they want to be slow, doesn't know where they want to, and they get stuck. Yeah. And they hold everybody else up and they, they annoy you a bit. And we've all got a friend who we know complains Should about their job every day yes. and has done for 25 Absolutely. years. Absolutely, and you go, you've got so much potential. You yeah. know you can go and take that next step. You can do it. But sometimes people settle for that. If it's your choice and you're happy, fine. But if you're not happy, ask yourself why and take some steps and I bet you can change lanes. And yeah. I'm, I'm doing it myself again. Because you, you, you very kindly at the end of that talk said, if you haven't got someone you can talk yeah. to who will help you talk through this change. You know, talk reach out. Me. Yeah, yeah, talk well, to me. People did, did, you know. Did anyone actually? They, right, did. Okay. they did. In fact, as soon as I came out of the <coughs> talk, somebody uh, followed me and uh, said, can I have a cup of tea with you now? And I literally, that very day after that talk, um, sat down with the guy for an hour. So you hit, hit home straight absolutely, away. Absolutely, yeah. and, and I mean it. However, so he's now, I, he's now a striker he, for Spurs. He, he's outside <laughs> now, he follows me everywhere. Oh. No. <laughs> So basically, I, I made that pledge, <clears throat> knowing that most people in their lives do have a positive voice. I said, listen to the positive voices, the yeah. teacher, the, the motivator, the, the person who, who gives you that shot in the arm. Yeah. There's always somebody like that. Very often there's somebody who's negative and goes, you don't want to do that. Just do, who do you think yeah. you are? Keep, keep your head down. Yeah, just, why, just, just, why would you want to do that? Don't listen to them. Listen to the positive voices, yeah. and those are the the people that I I sometimes take the place of. But I'm more than happy to leave it to them because I think we've all got a lot of them in our lives. Just tuning into those people. It's interesting because you mentioned, um, obviously, as any good media person mm. would do, they do research, and you mentioned yep. you'd listened to a part of the self sabotage episode. Did, yeah, yeah. So what you're actually saying is recognize them, but within those voices, there is another mm. voice there saying 
go on, give it a go. Yeah. And do you yeah. find just most people just ignore that then? Or? I think a lot of people do. I think there's a lot of people just settle for for mediocrity, even not not in a I'm not being rude. Mediocrity can sometimes be. Not that they are mediocre, enough. but yes, yeah. they're not mediocre. They yeah. go, that'll do. That'll yeah. do. Why not take it to the next level? Because yeah. that feels so much better. I've I've found that even with with the radio shows I've done and with, with comedy gigs I've done and with plays I've done, there will be people who say, well, that'll do, that's enough. Yeah. That's enough, that's enough rehearsal, isn't it? Why not make it really good? Because there's plenty of things you've done that would petrify a lot of people and we'll probably come on to some of these things. Mm. Um, but it, it, I, I love my cultural references and there's a great line in, I think it's a George Clooney film where he's going around um, laying people off up in the air or something it's called yeah. and, he, and he's saying to one guy he said how much did they pay you to give up on your dreams Yeah. And he's on about well you've got the corporate job now you've got the house the mortgage the car how much did it cost to give up on your dreams and what you're kind of saying is well obviously take an appropriate risk but don't give up on your dreams because, no. because for people who haven't listened to the TED talk and who might not listen to the TED talk you did in summary 10 years mm. training to be a monk Fifteen. So 15. well, I, yeah, fifteen years in religious life, and I thought that's all I was ever going to do, and I never thought, you know. And it took. It's a long story, but I, <coughs> I was sure when I was very young that that's what I wanted to do. I wasn't from a religious family. My mum and dad found a very. My dad was a coal miner, so it was like the Billy Elliot story. He, he thought it was very strange, but off I went, and I did that for fifteen years, and it was. A very odd thing that really gave me I thought I'm not able to be a professional comedian that's that doesn't happen to kids where I'm from yeah. and uh, I didn't tell this in the in the TED talk but I, I was best man for a wedding when I was still in the monastery right and I'd been two years of school chaplain in Liverpool and a mate of mine was the nephew of Eddie Braben Eddie Braben wrote all of the Markham and Wise scripts well, when I was a kid, everybody loved Markham and Wise. It was a yeah, Christmas yeah, thing. You just yeah. watched Markham and Wise, yeah. and they were perfect. Yeah. They were just a beautiful. I mean, they're, they're up there with the two Ronnies for me. I yes. think it's, it's yeah. probably Brilliant. never to be better. I mean, Ant and Deck are great, but <laughs> to be fair, yeah. these guys were next level. And they were they? next level because Eddie Braben was the and in Markham and Wise. He wrote every word yeah. they ever delivered. And so you're giving you a best man speech to the nephew of the nephew of Eddie Braben, so and he says a lad who's used to funny. Yes. But Uncle Eddie is very used to it. And he yeah. said, listen, Uncle Eddie's going to be there. Oh, no he, pressure. He said he never laughs. <coughs> don't, don't let that put you oh, off. Yeah. Well, I became absolutely obsessed. I now did the best man speech for, for Eddie Braben, not for Stuart and Jane anymore. I thought I'm going to make yeah. Eddie Braben laugh. I have to make Eddie Braben laugh. I rehearsed and rehearsed. I had hats, wigs, a cassette. I put a soundtrack together. I, I made, handmade um, brochures for each table. And I did Best Man Speech, the musical. I did their life story with characters, impressions, wigs, did the whole, it was like an episode of Morgan Wise. You did the Wise. full shebang, yeah, then, didn't you? I did about 20 minutes. You did a minutes. sketch show, a you sketch did all show. the sketches. Yeah. yeah. And Eddie Braven led the stand innovation. And he come over to me and he said, you scouser, what do you do, mate? And I said, um, I'm a monk, <laughs> as you do. You must have thought that was another joke, yeah. sure. <laughs> he just brushed it aside and he said, forget that, show business. And I thought, wow, 
Mark Mawise has spoken to me that it's possible now. And that's yeah. one of those positive voices I'd never thought that was possible. It would have been possible. easy to ignore that, wouldn't it? Yes. Just to bring yeah. it back to the, the, the moral here. Yeah. It would have been so easy to go, yeah, but he's probably just yeah. being nice. Yeah. He's just being kind. I, I, I did the best man for his nephew. Yeah. He's just being kind. He followed it up. He sent me photographs of this, of me in the speech doing like kicks in the air and yeah. doing little impressions and moves and he caught the essence of it and, uh, and I thought, wow. He, he believed in me and he's a very, and he doesn't laugh, but he laughed. And, it, and, and comedy's his business. Yes, it was his life. Because comedians often talk about how they watch other comedians, but mm. not in the same way that us mortals do. Yeah. <laughs> and, I say, yeah. and I say that with, you know, again, because I think comedian, other than possibly a you know, lead singer, a solo yeah. singer, I'm not sure there's any other gig where you, you you control the entire mm. atmosphere entirely on your words and actions. Well, there aren't many jobs like in, that, are there? In I'd say definitely in the arts, it's the hardest. It's the bottom rung of the ladder <coughs> of the arts. As in you, the least respected. Yeah. Or the... You you wouldn't tell a stripper to get off your crap, but you tell a you you tell a comedian. Yes. Uh, and I've been told. I mean, I've been to some ba- <laughs> I've been to some bands at Pilo Social that paid <laughs> off at part time. Yes. Yeah. But but yeah. the difference is with a singer. Or Shakespeare, you'll get a clap at the end. Pretty much nailed on, usually. Whereas in a With comedy, get silence. It's, it, the comedy, the benchmark isn't the clap at the end, it's the laughter during. Yes. And if people don't laugh, you've failed. And you know pretty early there. on. Yeah. You, 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 yes, you can make people think, you can have social commentary, yeah. but if it's not funny, yeah. you failed. Haven't? And if me and you watched Fools and Us or something now, the graphs of our laughter would be different because everybody's is different. Yeah. Sometimes an audience can work together and just not laugh. And sometimes you go and you think, oh, tough audience tonight. Yeah. I've got to work a bit harder or let them come to me a bit and play different tricks. And, and again, a negative person might say, well, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. You've got, to, you, you know, any, 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 any great comedians you, you, you ever watch the say, well, mm. we've all died. Yeah. Uh, you, absolutely we've all had those nights where you absolutely, think why yeah. what am I doing yeah. where you've drove you know I can't remember who it was now I was speaking I think it was Jimmy Carr watched yeah. the podcast he was on he said oh you know you drive three hours to do a mm. show for 20 quid and you drive three hours home and you didn't get any laughs yeah you think, I did a do it again tomorrow a, you know a line dancing club with Jimmy in uh, it, was, it was awful Sunday night in Hastings and it was 2001 or something. And uh, Line dancing. It was awful, club. you know. It was just, they were kicking toys out the way. And they just cleared the stage. And it was where the, you know, Scouts Hut or a line dancing club one night and yoga the next. Oh, so like community just, hall type yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. And you do. You've got, to, you've got to do the bad gigs so you can get good at the good gigs. Yeah. That's why you're sharpening yeah. your skill, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Okay, then, so, 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 so again, this, as always, there's loads we could talk about here. What... So, 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 Uncle Eddie said, mm-hmm. give it a go, yeah. and you listened. How, how long did it take then to get, because I know in the TED mm-hmm. talk, you talk about how you went back to the, yeah. I don't know what this hierarchy is in the, the monk street, yeah, but no. you, you, the, the, the <laughs> yeah, guy above, yeah. you kind of went, yeah, actually, well, I think I, I like I this. I love this yeah. comedy, yeah. And, and, and they were supportive as well, which, they is, were great. which is really I left on good terms, and it was, I'm still friendly with lots yeah. of them, and, um, yeah, it was. It, it worked. What 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 was the next step then? Just and, and the, the reason I'm talking about this yeah. then for any listeners or or, or, or or viewers is lockdown forced people to change who might yeah. not have changed. 
some though I think are still stuck in the yeah. the old normal mm. to use an awful cliched yeah. term now but they haven't found their new normal yet yeah. I think and the great resignation is a great example of this mm. it's like you know a third of the population have quit in the last whatever it is year yeah. um, so there's a lot of people a lot of change but there's still a lot of these people in that middle lane isn't there yeah so there are how, the, what gave you the confidence to chase that then apart the, from already I'd never had uh, the first time I did stand-up comedy um, I was loving the process of it and I, I did a course at university in it and I was still at the the monastery but I was thinking I've never felt anything like this before writing comedy and doing sketches and all that I'm loving it and then we did comedy in a stand-up club in North London as part of the course yeah that was the culmination of the course and was that was when a, you Alan Carr was on the same night oh, Angelo right. Sepathimu was, was my best yeah. mate and um and it was a bit like you know Bob Paisley won the European Cup and Liverpool and they're all drinking champagne and they go Bob drink some of that and he went no I'm feeling something like that the booze can't need, give I me need I don't any. need that yeah and it was similar I I've not felt any I woke up the most nervous I've ever been that morning felt sick I was on the toilet all day and then I was I remember jabbing the wall before I went on and Just they went trying, like get the good. adrenaline up I went out and I had a great gig and um it I felt nothing like it and I floated everybody was going off go, come on we're all going out to power now I'm walking on walk miles how, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna float home yeah yeah so and I, I thought I want more of that and how did it how because what's interesting there is you said yeah. by any measure you had an awful day yeah yeah but the buzz outweighed the awfulness. So, then, so the buzz did, but you didn't know that until no, you no. did it. And and then what happens is the, that's a, that's awesome. But then you then you go and play two blokes in a whippet in a in a bar in Crystal Palace, and it's dreadful. About yeah. two gigs later, well, you shouldn't you have called go, the show two blokes in a whippet. Who's going to come and see? That? He's on in the middle. Um, yeah, it was it was just that ride. So you have a bad gig. And you want to put it right very quickly, so you book another one in as soon as you can because you can't. That feels so get bad. Horse. Yeah. So if ever you have a bag, and when you start now, you you play lots of ropey rooms, lots of rooms that you shouldn't have comedy in. Lots of you get there, they go, well, there's no microphone. Are you all right with that? You You're right with shout. Well, yeah. He's going to shut up then. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. So you do loads of cheap, rubbish, awful gigs. Um, and you, but it's the camaraderie and the crack that gets you through but also it's the the right new bits and the I want to get better I want to get better so 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 because for anyone mm. again anyone watching this to think what's this got to do with business yes this is business it was this, my this, business. this is designing tables yep. this is this is trying to get a service it was right, a, it trying was to a serve craft. the right coffee I was I was skilled to be honed I was it? absolutely honing a skill and all the time I did it I had, I had a multiple jobs. So I was living in London. I left the monastery. Because no a, one's a full-time comedian for no, the first like two or three, four years. I, I realised I was a professional comedian. It didn't. It didn't just happen overnight. I just realised I couldn't fit me other day jobs. You in. didn't I was need that shift. Selling the, sandwiches, yeah. working in Harrods as a toy demonstrator. I was a bicycle courier, doing you know delivering blood to Harley Street from Booper. On the grazing road, and you knew I knew the yeah. knowledge. I'd be exhausted cycling all day, and then going out doing gigs at night. Shattered, but yeah. I loved it that much. I wanted to get better, and then gradually, you think, how did I end up here? I've got a residency. Because this and, is the interesting thing. I've always, um, 
you, you hear it in interviews with bands, mm. you hear it in interviews with business people, yeah. interview anyone who is huge, you go, wow, this, where did you come from? You're like, yeah. I'll tell you where I came from. Actually, I came from all of these ropey yeah. people. And there's no such thing as overnight, is there? Well, this is what a lot of people say, how did you get into that club? As if you snuck in the back door. How did you get to work for him? How did you? It's because you did the 20 ropey ones on the build-up. And, but yeah. nobody wants to hear that that answer. Steve Martin, one of my favourite comedians, oh, he, said, he did one of my favourite sketches ever, oh, like, but I can't find it. He did one where he, t- he, he, he tied two bits of carpet to his feet. He said, <laughs> yeah. why would you buy carpets? Just buy... It'll then, be on YouTube somewhere. Oh, I can't find it anywhere. Me yeah. and my brother used to watch that repeat in the <laughs> early 90s. Funny. Unbelievable. But he said in an interview... Um, I think with Charlie Rose in about 2008. It's on YouTube. Um, how do you make it? Everybody asks you, be so good they can't ignore you. Yeah. And he said, unfortunately, most people don't want that answer. They, they want, come on, which agent do I need? Which, yes. They want a yeah. shortcut. What should they, I wear? Truth, yeah. what, what niece should I go yeah. and say, oh, you've got, yeah. You've, truth this, is, this, there this, isn't a shortcut. Well, this is a question I want to ask you specifically then. And, and it's really interesting because in that talk now as well as in the TED talk mm. what you're basically saying is if you don't put the work in it's not going to happen absolutely but sometimes that's not a popular thing um, I can't remember who it was but there was an Instagrammer or a social media influencer who got in so much bother mm. for kind of saying let's put a bit more work in yeah. now I, I don't know the tone they said it I don't know how they, but I saw that yeah but that is kind yeah. of it, well, it's it's th- my there's experience. No, there's no other way to do it's it. It's my experience. Um, if you wait for someone to give it, yeah. why would they give it? I, I'm a big fan of, I don't know if you've read the book by Matthew Side, the table tennis player, Bounce, the myth of talent. I've got black box thinking, but That's I've never great. got around to box. Bounce is, great. Bounce, Bounce is yeah. brilliant. It's a really good book. And, and I, I believe in I think I've watched the short, but, but, it, but again, yeah. he talks about Beckham, who as a kid, yeah. just never didn't have a ball on his foot. Yeah, yeah. Everybody uses the, the Mozart example. Well, Mozart was just, just a good piano player. Mozart had the best piano coach in Europe, his dad, Ludwig, I think. And, um, and, and he didn't write anything really of note till he was about 18 because he he'd, he'd done his thousand hours yeah. of brilliant practice with his brilliant coach. He, was, he flogged himself into the ground to be a yeah. brilliant yeah. composer. What, he wasn't just gifted and buried. Yeah. I just don't see that usually. It's nearly always. And I, even when I, I got a job on local radio, um, pretty much out of the blue, um, and I, I used to get in before the guy who was on before me. So I was initially doing the afternoon show and I came in at about half eight in the morning. He was on at 10 o'clock. He said, what the hell are you doing here? And you just absorb it. I said, you've got 20 years experience on me. I've got none. I've got to just prepare absolutely everything. I've got to work harder than you. Yeah. And um, funny enough, he's not on radio now, but there you go. If you want his job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's, it is. Practice for the job you want. So much about hard work. So, 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 again, another thing I had in my mind I wanted to specifically ask mm-hmm. then is, is whether it's stand-up or whether it's, you know, your, mm-hmm. your radio show, whatever time of day, but the all-important, mm-hmm. you know, drive, drive into work kind of show, you've got to lift people every yeah. day. Where, where do you get that inspiration from? Is it just, 
I kind of, I, I can guess where you're going. You don't just wake up, roll up yeah. and like turn the mic on a minute two and just, it doesn't just come out. You, yeah. you presumably have to put work into oh, this. Oh, every, every night before the show, I spend about an hour on Twitter sharing with the listeners what I'm going to do. They send me responses back. Because you'll say what's the what's your favourite yeah, three jellies and why yeah, or whatever, yeah. yeah. And so you, you, it's you, quite clever getting them to write your show, I think. Well, well a bit of it, a bit <laughs> to of inspire, it. Yeah, to inspire, Well, it's, it means you're off to a flying start. It you've means got you've got link, material yeah. when you start. Because also and if the question doesn't get any feedback, yeah. so well, maybe I'll not make a big thing about it. Yes, yeah. and, and I'll put so much thought into the question. So I don't just say, you know, when were you last embarrassed? I don't, I try not to ask anything anyone else on the radio yeah. would ask. I try, if I do come up with something like that, I'll twist it or turn it on its head or come at it from a different angle because I put a lot of thought into it because yeah. I don't want to sound like anyone else and I want to just give give the audience something a bit more to think about because yeah. when I yeah. do, they come up with great answers or responses because it makes it more interesting. Because writing comedy must, must be a challenge when life itself can throw so much obscure, weird, could not yeah. believe things out. Yeah. So if you're going to actually write something that's trying to be funnier than real life, yeah. that's a challenge, isn't it? It, it is. But it's funny because sometimes you'll spend a lot of time thinking about it and you'll spend a long time putting stuff together. But then I get a bit of mischief going on the show and I'll think, well, I'm just going to do this now and I haven't prepared this at all. And but I know I've got all the other stuff backed up, so I can go back to that if it yeah, doesn't work. Yeah. But usually that bit is the magic bit. Yeah. And and I've just improvised something out of nothing. But again, you can only do that by practicing it for years and and doing it and feeling comfortable with it. Because most people will fully expect you to have, I'll say scripted, but it planned, mm. planned yeah, what yeah. you're going to go through. But you still have to roll with it, don't you? Yeah, Especially absolutely. if you've got a live caller or the news changes yeah. on the day. It's Every like, day. Hold on, well, yeah. I better not do that because something, yeah. yeah. Um, well, we didn't know on, on Friday, uh, today is a couple of days after the Euros final, we didn't know if England were going to win. We didn't know if we were going to be picking people off the floor and it was disappointment on Monday. Yeah. You don't know if there's going to be an event, trouble, cheating, what you know, someone yeah, pushing someone, yeah. or something. and it was just, it was the perfect result. It was just such a feel-good show on Monday. We yeah. just basked in it. We loved yeah, it. Yeah. Then you got other days where it's not like that. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I was a bit weird. I, I watched it, and then at the end, I'm so used to just turning the telly off. Yeah. Like a, I was like, oh no, I better hang around. They're going to get, yeah. they'll get a cup here, will <laughs> they? What happens now? Will they yeah. get something? And, uh, yeah, I just didn't know what to do. It was a, it was a bit weird. Well, I cried. It was a I bit loved weird. it. Loved yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, 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 Alfie. Then, so another thing you said before before we start there really was this idea of just say yes. Mm. Now, I know some people, and I'm, I'm conscious in this day and age, people get overworked mm. and they do too much. Yeah. So, you, so can you explain what you mean by mm. just say yes? Though you don't mean do everything you're told without question. No, I've done that, and it can run out. Of you know, I used to say yes to every charity gig, and then I realised I've got a bit of radio profile, and um, and and I'm quite good at doing charity gigs, and I love doing charity gigs. And then you can't do seven a week. Well, that's what was happening, and um, somebody looked at me wall plan and went, uh, "Tell you what, just put a green mark next to all the charity ones, and that's how many times you're not with your family." Of course, and yeah. and so there are times where you have to control it. But when I say yes, I just think 
it's quite healthy to, to say yes to things you're not fully sure whether you can fully do them. Um, Is that a stretching see, idea? See what you? happens, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's how I became an artist quite recently. Yeah. There were, there were two things happened at a, at a conference. I love doing the Entrepreneurs Forum every year. I've yeah. hosted their, yeah. their annual thing for, for several years. And I love it. And you interview incredible people, you know, the founder of Your Sushi or Mr. John Timpson. These great, great people who've come Timpson up with great the ideas. Key Cutton. Yeah, yeah well, was, one of the most yeah, inspirational yeah, yeah. people I've ever spoken to. And, um, and I thought, I, I, I really want to keep this gig. So I'll do something different each year. And then I was running out of things. I thought, I'll, I'll tell you, what, I'll draw a couple of pictures. Now, at this stage, I wasn't drawing a lot. And I just drew a couple of, I think I drew a cartoon of Donald Trump, I'm not sure why, and, and they give it the AV guys, they put it on the screen. Also use that as like a, a yeah, talking a little point. Tool, and the, yeah, and yeah. I just went, well, this guy does this or whatever. And um, after that gig, two people got in touch with me. One of them runs a gallery in Newcastle yeah. and said, I saw your pictures. Do you want to put some pictures on my wall? I went, oh, I've got one. And he went, well, you better draw some. Get started. Yeah. So I did. Even though I thought, I, I went to his gallery and went, I can't draw like any of these artists. But this man's invited me, so I'm going to do it. Yeah. Um, and and another guy said, "Will you do a cartoon for me magazine?" And I said, "Yes," thinking it was like, wow. I've never drawn a cartoon in a magazine. I'll definitely say yes. However, it turned out to be the front page design of a magazine. I would have probably said no to that, but I'd already committed. But because you jumped in with I jumped both in feet. with yes, yeah, yeah, and I get in yeah. this boardroom and I think, why are we in a boardroom to do a cartoon? <laughs> And then all these people filing this, so Alfie, you're going to design our front cover? And I just went, yes. Because <laughs> I'd said yeah, yes. Yeah, looks and, like I am. But you know what happened? I became an artist. Yeah. Because I said yes when I wasn't qualified. Yeah. And I wasn't qualified on either. But I upped my game and I, I pushed it and just kept getting it better and better and better just by working yeah. at it. Well, you have to. You have to. And, and again, I think that that's, it's not a popular mm. Bit of advice, is it? No, nobody wants put to the, hear put that. The damn hours yeah. in, yeah, yeah. It's the only way to do yeah, it. Yeah. If if you want to be good at something, mm. yeah, you might have long legs and be built like Usain Bolt. Yeah, but you still got to practice running. He would without a coach and without. He doesn't just training, get out of bed like he that. He never wins a, yeah. a single medal. Yeah, he doesn't win anything without training. And he doesn't win anything without and the coach. dedication, the yeah. motivation, yeah. yeah. just the discipline yeah. it yeah. kept every day, every yeah. day. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we're saying yes to things, mm. the right things. Yeah. Little scary things, but not too scary. Mm. Um, we we we're gonna put the work in. Mm -hmm. You got anything else to say? Then, like anything else you can give people as a as a tip or as an idea? Yeah. Just who they just think? Oh, well, I'm in this lane and I want to get out. Yeah. Well, I I think it is. It's, it's realising, trying to anticipate before you get stuck, almost, I, I think. And, and you almost feel... You feel yeah. I might just, oh, hang on, am I just about to wade through porridge or treacle here? And, and before you get there, you can almost make some plans and then you can anticipate and you can, you can have a think about what might be next yeah. rather yeah. than just get totally stuck and think, I don't know what I'm meant to be doing. And that's yeah. when I think you get really lost. Yeah. Whereas if you can get excited, I don't know, it's easy for me to say because I'm an excitable person. But if you can 
get excited about things. Michael Heppel's a, a great how to be brilliant. He's a great coach and he's, he teaches people how to be brilliant. But he says, you can't be brilliant at everything, but pick three things you'd love to be brilliant at. Bet plus, you can plus, do it. Plus, plus now, most people for most things have got pretty much a worldwide audience. Yeah. You might do something weird and obscure, but out of seven billion people, there'll be enough of them who like it to yep. be able to do something with that, won't they? Well, I, I, I think as well, there's more opportunity now than, than ever. A anyone has a channel. You know, before, when I used to do bits of telly and I used to do, um, you try and get things commissioned, TV yeah. or publishing and stuff like that, the gatekeepers have gone. Do it yourself now. Self go straight from self. Yes. Write, write your own content, self-produce, self-publish, yeah. edit, get it. Yeah. yeah. Nobody might the order say wrong it. there, but, but, yeah. but it's a meritocracy. But it's out, it's but it's out, out there yeah. and you can target people. And again, if you put the work in, it will it, it will take off. There's a comedy club in Liverpool called um, oh, it's a, anyway. If you look it up, it's the number one comedy club in Liverpool, and they they basically put these cameras around hot water comedy, and they started filming it from different angles and put it all out on YouTube in little clips, and it went absolutely bananas. Yeah, the the yeah. compare has played Liverpool Arena. He's played the City Hall in Newcastle twice. Nobody's heard them. But that's the power of YouTube. That's yes. the power of doing it right. Yeah. But, but what people don't acknowledge, other comedians go, how did he do that though? How did he? Because they put the hours in. Yeah. They just work yeah. really hard. So what, what, what about people who say, they, they just, well, said, sorry for you, but I've mm. got, you know, I'm a single parent with three kids and, you know, like. Yeah. It's, what? I think everyone could find. To shave 10 minutes. I think, yeah, there's some time, you know, everyone who's written a, a best-selling book got up early, you know, before everyone else was up and they did an hour a day or they, they found, they found time yeah. somehow, somewhere. I've, I've got two kids that we don't have, we've, we've got no um, grandparents who live nearby who can just come and help. So we've been quite busy and yeah. I still think there's a, well, there's a will, there's a way. Yeah. Because I, I can't remember who it is, but it may be someone like Gary Vee. I don't know if you know, mm. but he does a lot of market yeah. stuff. He's, he's, he's like, so, you know, your business isn't working yet. Yeah. What did you do at the weekend? I watched, yeah. like, Breaking Bad. Yeah. Well, well, don't do don't that. watch it. Don't, don't watch it. Yeah. yeah. Why? Watching the telly is yeah. never going to build you a business. How never going to get you a job. Waste. Never yeah. going to yeah. build you a channel in the audience, is it? Yeah. If yeah. you want to watch Netflix all day, that's I mean, choice. I watch a lot of TV mainly, yeah. but then I'm not complaining that I haven't. Yeah. Yeah. Golf, it's very time consuming. You know, yeah. it's yeah. you've got to pick and choose, I think, what you do. But also, I think, I, I'm lucky, I've always done what I loved. Yeah. So it's not like a job. It's not It's not miserable. It's not like hard work um, to me. It's just, it's a joy. You do, know, it's do, a pleasure. Do, do, you, do you think, Alfie, that part of that is just in you, as a self-confessed, excitable person, yeah. do you think you could almost find excitement in anything? I think or or my, do you think yeah. you would? Sadly, I'm annoyingly excited. My son put a very funny thing in um, my daughter's birthday card. Um, he drew all these pictures inside and he put a picture of me and he put, of course, dad will enjoy today more than everyone. Because <laughs> that is part of my, I do think there is. helps, doesn't it? Yes. A positive attitude, I, positive mindset. Yeah. yeah. I, I do think it is. I, I had no money in London. I, you know, I'd left a religious order. I, I just didn't have two which, pennies. Which, which, which presumably didn't pay that well. And it's not like you built up a, a pot yeah. of money to leave with. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. London's a struggle when you've got no money and it's, and it was tough and I've, 
I've been, I've been at the absolute bottom, but, but it is, I think, happiness and is a state. And it is a state you can opt into and you can opt out of. But, you know, I, I have down days, I have struggled course, days, yeah. but uh, it's still a, a choice. Sometimes you, if I'm having a struggle, sometimes I have to shake myself. Well, come on, you've got a choice here. Because presumably if you're, you know, just 10 minutes before your show starts, yeah. your game face needs to be on. Yeah. And it's not that you can't tell your listeners mm. you're having a bad day or whatever, yeah. but... You don't want to make their day bad, do you? No, it's you, my job. You don't entertain after all, aren't you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You've got with with radio, the breakfast show should be bouncy, should be having it's energy. Get people out of bed, it's it? getting yeah. people to work. It's getting people to school. It's getting people through the breakfast. Yeah. It's waking people up, and there is an element of fake it till you make. You know, I cycle in every morning. Sometimes I got drowned and <laughs> soaked through. Have a shower, but then I, I, I do find the radio at six o'clock. Bump. I do find it quite. I'll have my coffee, I, I find that fine. What I do find harder is if I've done the radio in the morning and then I've got a awards due at night or a comedy gig, eight o'clock, yeah. that's a bit, oof, I'm normally going to bed about now. I've got to just have a couple of cups of coffee and we go again, yeah, that's hard yeah, work. Yeah, that, and, and that's where you need to be a bit more selective as yeah, well, isn't it? Yeah. Because there's no shame in asking for money for, for effort as well either, yeah, is yeah. there? Yeah, um, yeah. Okay then. So, so, we're talking about these 10-year tranches mm. then, Alfie. So, you know, 10 years as a monk, mm. 10 years comedian, radio, art. Yeah. What's what's your latest fad well, then? What, what, what are you well, up to now? I see a fad. I'm overstaying my welcome in the 10-year thing with the radio. So I've I've made, a, you're the first person I've told on, on one of these podcasts yeah. and um, outlets, I'm, I'm leaving the breakfast show. Yeah, so it's a you, big, just, it's a you just huge, told me that before we started as well. It's yeah. a it's a massive risk. It's a massive choice. It's a mass. It's my choice, right? Which doesn't happen very often. At the BBC. No, it's usually no. a tap on the shoulder, and that's your time. But the figures are okay, and it's, they've, they've been very happy with how I did things through the pandemic. But I, I do need to look at what's next, and I need. To, I got an opportunity as well to because of my art which i'm absolutely loving that's is that, my, is, that's is that my you, new journey if you could do something all day would it be yeah would it be art? Yeah. yeah and art takes all day art takes a long time and i just haven't got any time to do it and yeah. i want to draw more kids books i want to get into schools and show them i want to i want to do talks and then get yeah. me books out there after the talks so yeah. so hopefully that'll be next and then i got an opportunity uh, i love the customs house theater in yeah. south shields and the, the director of that, he's brilliant. I've taken my kids to Panto there every year. year. He said, I've seen your pictures. Would you design our Panto set? Oh, the set? The set. Oh, that's interesting. So I went over to tell him, no, this is interesting. Because I thought, that, that's too much for me. That's a huge... So, so when are you doing it then? I'm doing it. <laughs> of course so he you said, are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he taught me in his race pencil. He's very convincing. Yeah. And I went over to tell him I couldn't do it. And he talked me into it there and then. And... And then when I told him I was going to be leaving the radio, he went, right, well, you can be in the panto as well. So but, I'm, I'm now designing the costumes. Well, and the costumes. And the, well, I didn't know that when, he, when I, he told me I was doing the set, the costumes as well, which, uh, again, it's something a year ago I'd have just said, you're off your rocker, you've got the wrong person. Now I've loved it. So I've seen some of the costumes I've, I've designed, oh, made. So, so the prototype. We wore them for the, for the publicity shoot. Unbelievable. 
I no way. And and they go at me. What's it feel like seeing your costumes on one? It's like I didn't do them. It's this is somewhat the Kate do, who's, do, who's you made live your life in wonder. I'd, <laughs> well, it's it is that was that was awe. That was it's a good. I've never thought of that, That's but a I think great I do. Way, it's great. No, <laughs> Maybe it's no wonder your kids write in. Yeah. Well, that'll be, well, that's not a bad thing. That's yeah. Wow, I mean, if you could bottle that. Yeah, it's it's look it's lucky. I've got that disposition. I well, think, you see, I, 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 yeah, I, I, I challenge people when they yeah. say I, I, I'm lucky. Yeah. Because you know you've you will not will not this will not make this a life story. But when yeah. you say people don't do this when they come from where I came mm. from, son of a man, yeah. yeah. What where's the luck there? Yeah. You know, there's a lot of talk about privilege. Like, was that yeah. privilege? Well, it's just as hard as any other yeah. start. I suspect. I think I'd probably get a bit of my work ethic from my mum and my dad's charisma, and you, I'm a I'm a mixture of them both. I suppose it's not lucky the, the nice it's, bits. Of, it's, yeah, it's not yeah. lucky because no, I've I bet, I bet, I bet if all the yeah. I don't know how many were on your street, but if there was fifty houses, there might have been twenty yeah. kids growing up. There's not twenty kids all you know no. designing their own no costumes. <laughs> Well, not a customs and house anyway. No. They might be making their own for the you know the school yeah, panel, yeah. but it's not the same. So no. you can say it's luck, but yes, it, it's, uh, there's I'll, more than luck. I find that another. I've done a talk about luck as well. That's on YouTube, and I, I find that subject very interesting. Yeah. I think it's sometimes a bit of luck, but again, it nearly always comes back to hard work. The harder you try, the luckier you are. Gary Player, yeah, love yeah, it. Yeah, love yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, it's that simple, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. And so, he, so that's it. We're doing Robin Hood at, at Christmas, and um, and I'm playing all of the Merry Men. <laughs> so, because <laughs> I said when he said, "Well, you can be in it," I said, "Well, who do I play?" He went, "All of the Merry Men." So you come back on with the wigs and the hats and the, you know, just lots of quick changes and that's awesome. Be but it'll be great. Well, well, actually, it sounds like that's playing to one of your strengths because you had a you had a, a TV moment where you did. Yeah, Britain's Got Talent. Yeah. We did the impressions and three million hits on YouTube. We went great. So yeah, yeah that'll be. We can't promise you three million hits, by the way. <laughs> I bet you can. But uh, well, well, I could promise, think, but I don't, yeah. don't want to break. I don't want to break that promise. Uh, you know, it's the first time yeah. I met you in person. Probably, I don't want to. I don't want to lie to you straight away. You know, yeah. but uh, yeah. So but, it's, but it's after that that I need to now, um, th this is August, the beginning of August, I've now got to worry about halfway through January and beyond because yeah. the diary's empty. And so now I have to, you know, go, go almost rewind sort of 15 years and go back to when I used to do a bit of everything. And um, hopefully that will add up to one thing, which and, is... And, and do, you think, do you think those bits of everything will be the thing you do now or do you think one of them will rise to the top I would and you'll love one do of them. 10 years I would love that? I would love I think if I had a choice I would love the art to because I hear because Celine Dion's looking for someone to design a stage for our next Vegas I'm, I'm uh, free yeah. I'm free Celine not free like that but yes <laughs> yes no, I'm really expensive but available I'm available yeah. and expensive I'm, I'm cheap that's my problem yeah 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 but yeah well, so 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 Alfie, then if we can just part them because mm. we've taken over quite a bit of your time, and I, I'm really grateful for it. Um, there's a lot of people who, like I say, you know, they're in that middle lane still. Mm. They don't know whether it, you know, kind of twist or, or yeah, stick yeah. or you know, whatever the terms, whatever they're saying is. What 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 would you recommend? Just mm. just to, just something I, I they can do tomorrow when they wake up and go. Actually, right. I absolutely say what what would make you a bit happier. What would make you a bit happier? And if it was getting out of that job, 
what is that thing that would make you happier? Pursue it. I've got a pal right now, he, he does an office job he doesn't like, desperate to be a writer, and he talks about being a writer all the time. I just want to write, I just love to just pitch something, I just love to, I want, I want you writing at the minute. I was going to say, so how, how many hours a day is he writing? None. Yeah. None. I said, right, you write for me now, when I hang the phone up, you've got your lunch hour, write me a page. Yeah. Write me a page and send me a screen grab of it at the end of your lunch hour. And um, and he he did. And he said, thanks for that. I said, yeah, but I'm going to pest you tomorrow. Yeah. And the day after, and the day after. Because that's the only way to be a writer, is to write. Yeah, you will yeah. not become, uh, you know, I, the only way to become an artist is to draw. You can't think, I'd love that. I'd love that to happen. I've been with people all well, the jugglers, time. Jugg going. Jugglers don't pick them up and go, well, yeah, yeah. Well, look at that, yeah. I can do it. They drop like, it loads of times yeah. and then mm. they stop dropping it and it just carries on in the air. And then yeah. it's on fire, then it's a yeah. chainsaw. <laughs> I'm not doing that in the panto. Yeah. Well, I'm disappointed. Well, well cancel my tickets. Uh, cancel my tickets. I'm, I'm not interested. If there's not chainsaws yeah. and fire and beavers and like badgers and I'll, stuff. I'll, I'll yeah. Yeah. Um, no, so that's great. So um, I think. I think it's James Clear in Atomic Habits that if you read that, he talks about if you want to change a habit, don't go big. Mm. Don't say I'm going to read a book a day. Yeah. Read a page a day. Yeah. And if you do that easy thing, you'll find mm. they'll read two or three without without even trying. Yeah. So write something every day. Doesn't have to be yeah. a chapter a day. Doesn't that just just something every yeah. day? Well, I if you want I to juggle, pick the things up every day. Yeah, I I had this kids' book in my head for ages. And it's called The Last Coal Miner. Yeah. And um, many years after the last pit's shut, there's a pit memorial wheel, and there's these two kids scoped and they start climbing on it, and the wheel turns, and then the ground before them opens, and this cage comes up, and this coal miner's there, and they take them home. And that's the, the starting point for the. Now, I'd had this idea in my head for years, and that wasn't getting done. And I read a book called The One Thing. Right. It's brilliant. It was absolutely brilliant. It was instrumental in me writing that book. So it, it almost gives you permission to do the thing you need to do to get it finished. So To make the time. Yeah, to make the time. So it gives you Yes. Tell people, oh, I can't do that. I've got an appointment. Who's the appointment with? Myself. Don't tell them that. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. say, I've got an appointment. Yeah. So I had an appointment with myself every day on my, way, on my cyclone from work in Gateshead Library. And I went in there and drew a picture every day and redrew it for 10 months. The book was finished. That's but it took 10 months of, of rearranging everything. Yeah. And oh, and I also got up an hour earlier and drew a picture before I went to the radio. I remember that seeing, because you were on Twitter, you would post. Yeah. You know, yeah. And they'd be on at obscure times, like four and five yes. o'clock in the morning. Yeah, that was before I was yeah. going to work. Yeah, yeah. I started. So, I mean, why, and that's you I didn't tell me why. Yeah. Just, yeah. but I'll grab the time for Just to improve, yeah. just to improve. And signing up to things, being part of a club. Again, I'm using the drawn as an example. Um, caricatures, about four or five years, caricatures wasn't really my thing. And then I was doing a, a breakfast show on, it was quite quiet, it was on a New Year's Day morning where everybody's hung over, they just want yeah. music. So you're just chatting a bit between the songs. And I started doodling. I saw this caricature challenge on Facebook. And it was, I started drawing this caricature 
and I submitted it on the Facebook page and went, oh great, you're signed up for the month. We do one a day for a I month. Rem- I remember you mentioning this. So I did it and and um, and I'll tell you, my pitches towards the end of the month were a million times better That's than the That's interesting then because because one of the things we've talked about a lot on, the, on, on this show is accountability. Mm. And one of the reasons, so we, we, the Accelerator team is business coaching. Yes. One of the reasons it works isn't that we give people great ideas. It isn't mm. that we tell you the next best thing. It's just that we try to make sure you do the thing you said you were going to do. Yes. Yeah. So it's interesting that the, the daily caricature did that for you, but then you've done it with the lad and the writing. Yeah. Well, I'm going to ask you tomorrow. Yeah. Where, where's yeah. the next one? And then once you've had to deliver a couple of times mm. to satisfy someone else, you start, it starts to become a habit and you get yeah. used to it, don't you? Yeah, you That's really quite habit. interesting. And again, that could, I don't know if this, I mean, do, could that accountability person be the same person as the one saying, give it a go? Yeah. Is there any reason why you couldn't, or, or I don't know, I, I haven't got a question there, but mm. do, do, do you know what I mean? If everyone's got the make well, why don't you try it? Yeah. Yeah, I suppose no. if we can just if we can get better at being the one who says, and I'll help you. I think it is easier for you. some people. I do think it is easier to do things together or with a coach. Yeah. Or with, as we said, using well, no one without a coach, um, no one without a sports psychologist. Or yeah. these are everything added together. Some people are are much better at working on their own. Some people have their own working habits as an artist or whatever. But I, I personally find. If I build it into me day, if I build it into me life, it becomes normal. Yeah. And I don't forget to do it. I don't, or I pledge to do it, or I'm putting stuff out there on. Um, if you I, tell I, people I, there's going to be a new picture tomorrow. Yes, I realised I I did this a while ago when I started doing comedy. I used to say things in magazines where they'd interview you. What 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 are you doing next? I would say, I'm writing a play and it's going to be on the Salford Playhouse. And when you see it in black and white in the magazine, you know the other comics have read it, and they come back. And you go, "Oh, you're doing a play? Oh, I better do it now." Well, I am now. Yeah, yeah, you book the venue. You book the venue. You've got to write it then. Can, can, can I just finish on because mm. because we really must let yes. you go. Sorry, Alfie. Um, I heard you talking about. So this is drawing related, mm. and I think it was Kevin Keegan you mentioned that you saw at yeah. the time. Can you just? Can you just? Yeah. You did something for Kevin Keegan with a drone, didn't you? I drew him, yeah. Um, And again, it's sometimes you can increase your opportunities by by spotting them, you know, ahead of the event. So I I compared Midjua. I love Midjua, and on the Sunday morning, I was going to do ten thousand, fifteen thousand people at Ben's Park for the South Tyneside Festival. I was introduced to Martin. He's one of my heroes. Yeah. I thought drone, drone, so. So, and the in-laws were staying out. Remember, they went, what are you doing? I went, just draw mid you. It looked really tragic like, and sad. Well, what, what are you doing? Yeah. Gonna get, and then I knew I could have a photograph with me, a midge, with me handing him the picture. I mean, he might have chucked it in the bin. But so then I, I did a charity gig I was doing with Keegan. Yeah. And I thought, draw him. And then that becomes one of the raffle prizes, becomes one of the auction prizes. And um, he... He was, he's one of the nicest guys you'll ever see at one of these sort of things, because I've seen others. And he is the audiences for the night. And he said that, he said that on the table. So he sits down and he says, I'm yours. Ask yeah. me anything. I'm yours all night. He was there till the very Not last Not there bit. reluctantly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's another level of, 
have given and a real lesson in you know how to behave when you're that famous. It's, it's no edge, lovely. Um, well, well, I'll let you decide who's the more famous, but I feel like you've done that with us, to be fair, <laughs> Alfie. You, you, you have. You've, you said yes. It took us a while to juggle yeah, the yeah. dates, but that was, you know, we've, we're here, we've done it. Yeah. And I, honestly, I couldn't thank you more. There's only one thing that I think I could do. Which is? Is if you look behind you and put that sheet of paper up. <laughs> Where'd you get this? <laughs> Who drew this? Well, I'm going to be honest, just we'll show the camera. So, yeah, Alfie Joey, everyone. Who so, drew it? So, my wife drew that for me. No way. Yeah. That she is really fantastic. didn't want us to give you it, but I, I've assured her that it's good enough. Is that pencil? That's pencil. It's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. That is great. So, there you go. And, and, and that was because I like to kid myself yeah. that I couldn't have done that. But you never know. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'll draw the, the next right one. The right coach. Maybe I'll right draw time. the next one. She's great. What's she doing with the talent? What's she doing? That's the, she doesn't do it. It's a hobby. She oh, just, yeah. well, she's, she could easily take it somewhere and do something with it. But that's she'll, she'll be absolutely blown away. Thanks for Brilliant. Much, she made me look a bit younger. <laughs> well, we found an old picture. Because we, <laughs> we did think we'll try and flatter you. That's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so happy with that. Can yeah. I take that? Of course you can. Excellent. It's yours, yeah. That's amazing. I'm glad you like it. But yeah. I think that's an appropriate time probably to wrap up for today. Brilliant. If you're okay with that, Alfie. Thank you very much. I hope you've enjoyed that. Love if you're you. in the middle lane, reach out. Ask someone. Listen to the voices who are saying give it a go. You never know. It might just be the best thing you ever do. On that, thanks very much, Alfie. Marty, thank Changing you. Changing lanes. Great podcast. Thank you.